Welcome to the Farm Answers Podcast. The Farm Answers Podcast takes a deeper look at projects funded by the USDA National Institute of Food and Agriculture's Beginning Farm and Rancher Development Program and how they are reaching beginning farmers and ranchers. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the Farm Answers Podcast. Thank you for having me. So today I am joined by Jen Jensen at University of Idaho. And Jen, tell me about yourself. Tell me about the work that you do at the university. I work as an extension educator for the University of Idaho. I'm a county-based extension educator in Bonner County, but our project for the Beginning Farmer Rancher Development Program involves educators throughout the state of Idaho. So the University of Idaho Extension Service has faculty and staff in 42 of our counties and of course, Extension focuses on uh, a number of different topics. The educators involved in this project work with small acreage farmers and beginning farmers, and we work together as part of our Cultivating Success team. And the Cultivating Success program is an educational program that was developed several years ago that connects students with farmers, experienced farmers, and tries to provide educational opportunities for them to be more successful. And it's actually a program that was originally funded by a nonprofit here, Rural Roots, the University of Idaho and Washington State University. Cultivating Success, this particular program that was funded was to train the trainer. Did I understand that right? So this program is not so much of a train the trainer. The overall Cultivating Success program offers a number of different educational opportunities. Our beginning farmer rancher development project specifically is looking to provide some more advanced and hands-on education for these beginning farmers. After offering more introductory classes in the past, the participants indicated that they were interested in more in-depth production classes, and they were also interested in more hands-on learning opportunities. So that is what led to this project where we have been working on developing curriculum for these more advanced crop and poultry production workshops and online classes. We have some hands-on activities, um, which was our main focus at the start of the project. Of course, with COVID-19 protocols, those workshops ended up being delayed and we started off focusing on more online learning opportunities. So we have an online course for advanced crop production and for poultry production. And then later we started to work on the workshops that do include more hands-on and on-farm activities. So this program really was born out of a need from past participants. And now you're offering it both online and in person. Is that right? Correct. So we offer the online program, but then throughout the state here in the Sandpoint, Bonner County area, as well as the Moscow area, and then Driggs, Idaho, Teton County, as well as activities down in the Boise and Payette area, we've offered these hands-on opportunities or on-farm opportunities for the participants to build on what they've learned in the online portion. How many people have you guys been able to reach through this Cultivating Success Program? 
Well, just um, just for this past year, we've been able to reach about 150 beginning farmers through our different activities, um, again, throughout the state. So it does. We you don't have to. It's not a series that you have a, a prerequisite that you take the beginning level. But so we've attracted some beginning farmers that are just brand new. Maybe they're gardeners that are looking to expand and maybe start selling at a farmer's market. But then we also have some participants that maybe have been farming for five or six years and are just looking for a little bit more knowledge to help build their farm and advance that. 150 people this year, and that's all with the workshops or online too? It's online and workshops. And I will say we also have some, we've added some other programs too. We've had some supplemental funding to offer one specifically geared towards marketing as well. So again, this was more of an in-depth marketing course. This was Yeah, tell me, I want to hear about it. Tell me about it. Yes. So we worked with a marketing specialist uh, who is also a farmer herself. And between working with us and our extension educators, they provided four online sessions to learn about marketing and then four coaching sessions or group coaching sessions. So you could come and interact in that way. At the completion of the course, then the participants had the opportunity for a one-on-one coaching session with this marketing specialist, um, which seemed to be very well received by the participants based on the surveys. So again, the production part is one piece of it. But of course, um, there's always that marketing piece as well. We do also have programs specifically geared towards military veterans as well. So it's very similar to our advanced crop and poultry production classes that we've offered, but these are geared directly towards military veterans and that curriculum. Again, it was based on a need that was seen in the Boise and Moscow areas of Idaho. And so a curriculum was built kind of specifically with that target audience in mind. Do you have a story about a specific farmer who was it maybe able to start farming or improve their operation? You know, we have a a couple examples. One of them is actually a a case where somebody had gone through our program, learned a little bit more, more about some of setting up the business and and the marketing aspect as well and in the end actually decided that they weren't ready for this so i think that's a good point to make that you know although our goal is to help these farmers be more successful sometimes that's um helping the participants realize that well maybe this isn't actually for them maybe it's not going to fit into their lives or at least not at this time so that's one story um, i think that's that a great, i do I think, think it's a really good story like i want to throw that in there that's that is a good result because you you don't want to get into farming if it's not going to be profitable or your family isn't able to get on board so to me that's actually a very good result but you do have another story for me i kind of yes, have to ask. Yeah. go ahead please <laughs> well and so we do have another case a poultry producer who had been producing uh eggs and but 
pretty much on a small scale for her family and some of her neighbors, but was interested in taking that next step into expanding her operation. And so she had gone through our online webinar series. And after learning from these other farmers, because this is a program that it was taught by extension educators as well as experienced poultry producers. And so after learning from that program, she was able to expand her business and doubled the amount of laying hens that she had. So she increased that to about 50 laying hens and then was able to start marketing in her area um, besides just to her neighbors, but through other avenues as well. So she she was very thankful for taking the course and really was able to make more of a business out of something that she was already doing, but just expanding it a little bit more. Did you have any surprising or unexpected results in your program? Really, the main it's not so much a, a surprising or unexpected, but we all, as part of our project, we were looking at different types of teaching farms um, or on farm workshops. So some of the programs were offered through farms that are on University of Idaho property and are already um, somewhat established through that. And then others are working through more of a community garden setting or actually partnering with some small acreage farmers to have a portion of that area designated kind of for these programs. And so it's been interesting. Another farm that we initially started was on, it was a brand new farm. It was on a farmer's property, but we specifically started a new section of that to help provide an avenue for these hands-on opportunities in that area. And, you know, some have been more successful than others. Certainly when the teaching farm is on a university-owned property, it makes it a little bit easier and seems to be a little bit more steady and reliable. Working with some of our small acreage producers, in some cases, it has been a good experience, but you don't always know for sure from year to year whether that opportunity is going to be there. So that's been an interesting challenge for us and a learning opportunity. And I think it'll be good to compare these different case studies of the teaching farms at the end of the project and see you know, what worked best, what could have been done differently. I think that's really cool that you're trying to expand outside of the, the university teaching farms. So it sounds like the, the right thing to be trying. Exactly. Yes. Idaho is a big state. And so not everyone can travel to a University of Idaho campus, even though there are a few throughout the state. That's not always feasible. And there's not always land associated with those for this type of teaching farm. So, yeah, trying other avenues is good. And, and we have found in some areas in the Boise area that they've been able to plant that seed. And it has grown, especially through their Harvest Heroes program in that area. So if I'm a beginning farmer, how do I engage with your program? 
Well, there's a lot of different ways to engage. So, of course, we have the online classes. We usually do those through the winter season when farmers have more time. The hands-on portions or on-farm classes or workshops, of course, are going to be more during the summer months. Um, so you can engage in person. But we have a lot of resources that are also just available online on um, the web. So we've recorded a number of webinars through both this advanced um, session and then some other targeted webinars that are available through the Cultivating Success website. And so that's another way that a beginning farmer could engage if they're not quite ready to start with a class or just looking for more targeted information on a specific topic. We have a newsletter as well that we send out an email newsletter that goes out with um, general information about upcoming programs, as well as um, just interesting topics in it. We are also, um, we had started a website specifically for farmers looking to either rent or purchase land to farm, because of course that can be an issue for some of our beginning farmers. Um, so that too is another way that they could engage through this Cultivating Success program. So what's going to be next for your program? You already said, you know, it started this way and then this grant kind of helped us take it to the next level. Well, we are continuing to finalize that curriculum so that hopefully we have a packaged curriculum for both these online courses as well as these hands-on modules that could then be offered at other locations, not just in Idaho. Topic information, of course, is relevant to all farmers, it is tailored to our conditions here in Idaho, but of course our surrounding areas could also benefit from that. And so we hope by the end to have this package curriculum that then we can offer to other people. We're also working on a publication for beginning farmers that will touch on some of these topics in the class, but will be in a written form for them to read if that's the way they choose to engage with the program. So. Those are some of our next steps. We're also hoping to offer some online programs on food safety. And another publication that we're working on will look at different direct um, marketing options and different enterprises for beginning farmers. And then what are some of those uh, regulations that are associated with them? So who in the Idaho State Department of Agriculture do you need to contact for a particular license or anything else that might be needed for that enterprise? So we're getting that publication together as well. So that should be coming out this next year. Wait, so can you give me the website where people can learn more about your project and um, your social media handles too, if people want to check you out there? Sure. So the cultivatingsuccess.org is a great place to start. And then from there, you have the option on that website to go to either the Idaho Cultivating Success Program or the Washington State Programs. And then from there, you can get to our Facebook page as well, which is Cultivating Success Idaho on Facebook. Great. Well, thank you, Jen, for joining us today on the podcast. Um, I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you for listening to the Farm Answers podcast. This episode was hosted by Betty Burning, produced by Curtis Monken and Jeff Reisdorfer. Listen and subscribe to the Farm Answers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major streaming platforms. Tell your smart device to play the Farm Answers podcast. To learn more about this USDA NIFA BFRDP project and other projects, visit farmanswers.org. The Farm Answers podcast and farmanswers.org are funded by the United States Department of Agriculture, National Institute of Food and Agriculture, and are a product of the Center for Farm Financial Management at the University of Minnesota. 